pretty, definitely, you definitely, pretty is that the, is that the definitely noun wild use? on that. Yeah. Is that the noun you'd normally use? Without me in the room? Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to say? Oh, by the way, mate, your wife is really hot. That yeah. just feels weird. No, I'm not going to say I, that. I actually, I, I would never be mad at you. Yeah, why would he be mad at you for that? Jay, so your wife is incredibly hot. Cool. I'm going to let her listen to the first five minutes of the show. Cool. <laughs> that was out. our intro. Welcome to Neon Black. I'm Shane Gilmore. And I'm Seb Weber. And I'm Ryan Jaso. Dude, Let's he overtook me for the two spot. You yeah, that, dude? dude. Number two spot, Seb Weber. What's up, boys? Greetings. If you guys do follow me on Instagram, I hope that you are looking at Seb's outfit that I posted today because it literally looks like a stylist took advantage of him uh, today. <laughs> That's what Seb's doing right now. $500 off white shirt, a Supreme Trucker hat, a pair of G-Stars with some weird seams on them. The Air Force Ones are the only thing that's not just terrible. It was like the stylist was a sponsored post and he was using gear that he was knew what the stylist was going to get paid for. I thought you were like, you were like, you look really good when you rock oversized. So I had a no, the oversized, today. your fit is fine. I was like, I'm going to go fine, wear my oversized. The oversize is your great. Your fit is fine, dude. You've been looking the solid the last two weeks. Thank you. Solid. Fuck boy starter kit. Fucking 2020 Seb's year, dude. Let's get into what we missed. Uh, there's been a little bit of scandal over at the uh, Recording Academy uh, as of late. Ex-CEO Deborah Duggan uh, accused the Recording Academy of money mismanagement, conflicts of interest, institutional dismissal of black and female artists, vote fixing, which is very interesting, Yeah, uh, and sexual misconduct, which this day and age seems like you can't. Sexual misconduct's always involved. So she did that because she got fired just to set a premise up. Yeah. Right. So she got let go. I but, think two weeks ago, three weeks ago. But the ago? vote rigging sounds like it's legit. Or in the past. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised at that at all. Didn't the previous CEO have to step down like a year ago? Well, uh, because be he wouldn't hire females at like a yeah. sweet level or something crazy. Mm. And he was like caught saying So the Recording that. Academy, for those of you listening to don't know, it's the, it's the Grammys. Yeah, they do the voting for the Grammys. Uh, probably a lot of white folks, I would imagine. I, th I think that's part of his problem for sure. Yeah. Similar to what the problem the Academy had uh, for the Oscars that right. they've slowly started to mix up all a very older white demo that doesn't see certain types of movies. Um, well, yeah, it's it's interesting, but who knows who knows how founded these uh, who knows how founded these accusations are. Uh, it does lead us into um, uh, let's do a short recap on the Grammys, boys. Uh, Seb, you seem to be right about Billie Eilish, uh, what she was going to win, how she was going to win. Uh, the only thing you didn't guess right was what she was going to wear. <laughs> what, what does that mean? I'm just, you did that because that's how thorough you were with what she was. You, you, oh, thank you. You hit it on the head. I, I'm even kind of surprised at myself, but we knew she would clean up. But to get the top three awards and. It's to, bullshit. It's and, to, well, and, to be the, and to be the youngest. How is she considered best new artist? She's already had an album. Yeah, I mean, I just. How does that work? I don't know. They just decide, like, I don't get it. Uh, your girl Lizzo won a couple of awards, but she, not not the ones. Not real ones. Yeah. Uh, um, did you see what Tyler the Creator said? It's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely pretty good. Brilliant. Just that by winning, because he won best rap album. Best rap album, I believe, or uh, rap and hip hop album. But he says because rap and hip hop is like a designated category, it's it's, it's like cool. He says he it's like a it's it's said the word urban is another way to say that. Yeah, n word. Yeah. Which I don't, I actually don't disagree. Well, the urban system kind of a. It's just like a collateral category, essentially, yeah, is what it, he was saying. Yeah, I mean, urban. He's right. They created it to like, oh, oh hey, you, let me get Paul Duggan from the urban department on so the these, it's uh, just like, it's, Yeah, so these color folks could get their, their awards, get, with yeah. the exception of those few years that Eminem won it. It's, um, 
Urban does sound like it was made up by Fortune 500 companies to yes, describe a totally. It's, a, it's like a it's a marketing company like a a demo study. It's Correct. a de- it's a term from 1992 for sure, 100 still being used. Oh, it's still being used. The yeah. urban department, and he had a good valid point. Why is it not just called the pop department or the, he wants to be in the pop genre? And, I think you were just saying album period. Like he didn't get he didn't win best album, so this award didn't really mean much to him. People care. I, you know what I was thinking about. Um, we've seen so many changes in the last 15 years. In the world of streaming, we're so infant, like the possibilities of where streaming can go. We still got a lot of people, I mean, what, 200 million people around the world stream, so we still have a lot of fucking people to catch up. Like, um, I could see genres slowly and slowly merging into one and getting uh, and yeah. disappearing because it is valid it, it, it's well the record but the like the labels because people listen to so need, much this, the record labels need genres though yeah but not so much marketing anymore marketing companies need genres yeah, marketing like, companies do but if you think about it um, now because everything's you stream one thing or another a person's taste is I mean even if I to look at my own taste from from like when I was a teenager I was very locked into, just my example, I was very locked into grunge and I just had my 10 artists that I would you listen loved, to. You love Silverchair, yeah. They were they were on my list. Oh my God. Um, really? Fucking. Yeah. Why have we not had this conversation before? Well, yeah, dude. Who hurt Silverchair. you? Silverchair. Greatest the Australian, The Australian grunge. I mean, the only thing good about Silverchair is- Daniel Johnson, you want me to keep le- going? Is the lead singer married Natalie Imbruglia. That's the I only know. good thing about Legend. like That's maybe, also maybe one of the hottest women ever. And Torn is one of the best songs ever. Yes. But- um. Uh, my point Jay, so is, my is point a good song. is, don't. He's hating. That's a great pop song. My 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 point is, is um, you would listen. My point is, as a teenager, when we were teenagers, you were certainly limited to the genre that you were introduced to. You know, I think I just explored and maximized yes. that. Kids now I was like that with rock, right? So you know, taste change. Well, um, partly though, because I I grew up in uh, South Orange County and oh, North for, County San Diego, sure. there just wasn't a lot of black people. And rap in the '90s well, was considered criminal music. That's what I'm. Well, no, what I'm trying to say is, you continue to stay within the bounds of the genre that you were introduced to music to. Probably when you seriously started getting into. We music. used Absolutely. to. I've well, been listening exactly. to Talking Heads since I was eight years old. Right, but that's like, a perfect example. Um, now, kids. A lot of it has to do with the click, the way the clicks work, too. Right. It yeah. was like you were a, you. You could be a skater. You couldn't mm-hmm. be. You could be in the action sports. Absolutely. You couldn't. You couldn't be into basketball and Except like. Says it like he knows they didn't have skateboarding in the UK. But you know what I mean. That up. you couldn't like. You couldn't be a jock and be into like skateboarding. Precisely. So, yeah. Yeah. Precisely. All that stuff. Whereas blended. now that that's kids just listen to a lot of different music. So, I mean, we're talking about like the the advances and differences in fifteen years. I'm talking fifty years in the future. I could see there being just a lot less categories. There should be a lot less. There categories. There should be a lot less categories. I mean, when they started adding all these categories was in the early 2000s when arguably music and record sales uh, as a as a industry had peaked uh, yeah. from, a, from a dollar standpoint, right? And so there was like, that's what we always joke about, inclusion. Yeah, uh, kids don't. You would market to kids in one genre because you knew they liked something else. And now you just have to do a full spread because mm-hmm. people, you know, I, look, I look at my brother who's only five years younger than me and he is more just one of these eclectic, Adults now. It's just I get the backlash. I, I, I understand his point, but I also would argue that you get to say you're a Grammy-winning artist. That 
That well, goes it's going to make him more money. I think he was just speaking as an artist. He just didn't give a fuck. And that's on brand he for said, Tyler. Well, he said, he said half of him is very grateful and the other half is... I, th- I think his his um, collection speech was spot on. Yeah, I had no issues with it no, either. I, thought it was I don't think he was trolling at all, to be honest. No, like, no I think that, he had a valid point. And he yeah, has a valid point. Um, the performances were okay. It was... Did, did you cry when uh, uh, fucking What's-Her-Name sang a song to her dad? Uh, was that Rosalia? Who sang a song to her dad? Rosalia? Rosalia? Yeah, she did. She looked fucking so hot. <laughs> she is probably... That was really creepy. I got dude, fucking uncomfortable right dude, now. Dude, she My glasses is. fucked up. Yeah, dude. Guys, <laughs> and you should see. I've been using Manscaped to the 3.0. <laughs> so we're in a good position. We both have. Yeah, both yeah. of us have very smooth balls right now. We're so smooth. Dude. <laughs> um, um, Dua Lipa continues to be the most gorgeous thing ever, except just bums me out she's dating that fuck boy. Who's she dating? Uh, Bella Deed's little brother. Fuck's sake. He looks like he's about to die from a heroin overdose. Fucking maybe he will. Talking about death. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, little Wayne's funeral. Little Wayne has an album coming out <laughs> this week. Uh, called Funeral. So. They're supposed to be at 131 tomorrow. Uh, or Friday, sorry. Rumors, uh, the rumored features are Halsey, Corey Guns, Big Sean, Trippy Red. Nicki Minaj, the baby, little baby, Jay Z. Jay Z would be a big pull. He doesn't do a lot of features anymore. Nope. Um, it's do you do we find this weird that uh, was it two years ago Eminem dropped Kamikaze within a week of Lil Wayne's album, and then now Lil Wayne's dropping an album within a week of Eminem's That's album. Music to be murdered by. Um, which. Sure. Jason, did you want to? We didn't really have much to talk about that Eminem album last week. I mean, I don't think it's really a strategy. It just yeah. might just be coincidence. No, it's just weird that those two, like, just two outdated rappers are on the same album cycle. I mean, I mean he needs it because he's coming off the back of that god awful tour. Oh, the Blink 182 yeah. tour, yeah. yeah. And the god awful album. Yeah. Well, the okay album. Do we really care about this Lil Wayne album? I don't think we care about Lil Wayne anymore. I think it's just um, it, it, this, I'm so happy to hear that from you. This guys. will have to be. Okay, a so do you, do this will have to be a phenomenal. I'm record. listening to it, but I don't know if it's it's not going to matter. I don't think really. You, I was you, the only I one that liked the last one, but I didn't like it. But I see, like I don't it. really think uh, perfect. I like did, you like Eminem more than Lil Wayne, don't you? Mm, As an overall artist, well, like what he means to you. I mean, both of them have been irrelevant the last 10 years, but it's really, that's a hard, that's a it's hard crazy because Lil it's Wayne's old, but Lil Wayne's not that old, not compared to Eminem. No. Lil no. Wayne's like 37. Eminem is aged horrifically too, for whatever reason. Well, I also just think that you don't, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit on the show, but very few case studies where being over 40 and doing rap music works for you. I mean, otherwise Jay-Z would be doing it every year. Yeah. Right? He's yeah. not a dummy. And that, and that's a good point. I, like, they, these guys have... I mean, you could argue between Jay-Z and Lil Wayne and Eminem. These are, like, some of the... This Kanye? is, like, the first generation of... Kanye's obviously. Rappers turning into that... Le- like, crossing over oh, to that legend It's first status, generation. You know? no, Jay-Z is the first. He's the oldest. At 50. Yeah, he's the oldest. Uh, but the genre is... Because if you think about his contemporaries, they aren't really quite as relevant anymore. Nas, uh, Diddy. Diddy, DMX, Ja Rule, uh, all the fucking if, Dipset guys. I just, like, you know, I but, if Tupac and Biggie were still alive, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bet that they would still be relevant. I think Biggie now. would. 
think no, I'd like I him really to be. Do think I think you'd would. want him to be. I, I, think, I just I don't think people see just, it, man. People fall off. They're like, supposed to, though, but you're yeah, supposed you're to turn supposed it. To. It's the same as like, you you're know. It's supposed to be great forever. That doesn't happen. No. And I mean, you can still. I feel like Rolling Stones is a perfect example of someone you can tour and you don't need to make new music every year. They do make new music. They, do, make, they, they do. They don't really tour it. I will say this, though. I like where you're going with this argument. And there is some solace in this. Seb, but, Seb uses but, this one to death, but he's going to bring up Rod Stewart right now. No, I'm not. Um, I'm saying that they're so much bigger on a touring level yeah. than any of those acts. It's kind of hard to... Dude, a more relevant example right now is you and I have been trying to get tickets to see Pearl Jam because they're touring on the West Coast for the first time forever. It's sold out in two days. The new single is Two hours and two minutes. Two, 20 minutes. Uh, sorry, it's still two nights out in 20 minutes. This single is the first single that I've liked in the last 20 years of Pearl Jam. Yeah. But all you need, but they, you did, I didn't need Doesn't them matter. to do anything. They didn't have to release that. The touring we, is we all you care that, about. We turned that song on last week expecting it to be terrible. Oh, right? Totally. And it was really good. Uh, I like, what I, what I really like is the trend now. Uh, I've spoken about this. I love YouTube pre-2000. Uh, mm-hmm. Um they did a tour. They did a Joshua Tree tour about five, four years ago. Smartest thing they did. It was fucking great. Like I, it was awesome. All Give they did, the all they what did, they want. was play the twelve tracks from Joshua Tree. Yeah, a couple B sides in the encore. It was phenomenal. Block Party did the Silent Alarm tour. Obviously, they're not as big as a U two, but uh, for these older bands, I like I like that idea of just like doing an album because you know what you're gonna fucking get. Yeah. In, but I think that, but that just but, won that. But yeah. there's an interesting point in there where with rock stars, we're, we're used to them getting old and not having to make good music anymore and we still want to see them tour. This is kind of this first generation of these giant hip-hop acts from the 90s and early 2000s that are getting into that same stage that the rock stars normally would where we don't need yeah, them to make music. I mean, we've been talking about Maybe this. They don't, you're right, but they don't have the same touring pull. Because hip-hop doesn't Correct. tour. Hip-hop <laughs> doesn't tour. Doesn't so there's a re- so I, just to, not to divert, but there's a really good case. To, fuck, yeah. there, was a, there was a case study on this to why that is. And it's part... It, no, 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 no. No, it's, it's, part, look, this is, it's partly because... I'm, I'm butchering this. But it's partly because um, it's kind of intimidating to go to a hip-hop show. It, you can listen to it. It's different than going to. This has been like proven. It just this sound is sound why in big venues. No, but, but this is why hip hop does really well at festivals. Well, because that's where like the people that you would want to go to a, 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 like a hard ticket show will go see them at a festival. See, I would argue. Why I, two, it's I why would the two chains this? tour failed. Hold on, hold on but ago. I would argue that why hip hop works at festivals because it's much smaller doses. You're watching a 40 minute set, just the hits. Versus a two-hour right. show, and I think people are more likely just to go. They're going to want to check it out. It's fast food. It's faster. Exactly. It's just... There's another angle to this too, which is hip hop in general is usually like the big artists like Kanye and these guys. It's very theatrical in their live tours. Kanye like pop. Kanye's the yeah. only one that's really done it correctly. Drake has tried, but but that's why uh, Jay Z and Jay Z now tours with Beyonce, and that's how you have to like that's. That's why like yeah. But because I, those travel guys, with your wife, travel with your wife, yeah. And she's historically famous for spending all the money on on her tour production, which is the only way that Nikki I feel has like, her flip the bill. <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't even. Don't, I mean, he. Who do you think's making the creative decisions? Yeah, what in percentage that? do you think of that show is there to see Beyonce versus Jay Z? Uh, like if it was like 70, 30. yeah, seventy thirty, yeah. That's so crazy. It's but good for Jay. Good for Jay. Yeah, he he's fucking smart, dude. Smart. Travel with my wife. You know, don't get in trouble. Yeah, he doesn't get to fuck any groupies. Nope. 
And uh, uh, speaking of someone that will not no longer be fucking groupies, Juice World uh, is gonna has a has a posthumous album coming out in the works. Oh, fuck, of course. Oh, really? Really? Uh, Juice World's estate is working on sorting through more than two thousand unreleased tracks. I bet they're great. I I see this. <laughs> fucking this... Know who they produced by Avicii? I, I don't. Jeez. I don't. I don't understand how you have. 2,000 unreleased tracks. I mean, like, no, he's, I do. What? If yeah, you've listened I do. to his music, I do. No, but, no, but, there's, but like, you cannot say, I don't know, maybe that's the problem. It's these maybe, guys, yeah, it's is, like, uh, spoken, it's like, they just make shit up to a shitty beat. Wouldn't it be I, I'm great with you, but like, like, come on, dude, you can't call those all tracks. That's I, like, I got a better, right? mar- I got a better marketing plan. Why do that? Why don't you just take his last living hard drive and just upload all of just it? Just upload it. I mean, like, just Dude. call it Juice World's hard drive. Juice World, <laughs> like that's the new. That's what you call that's all what the you death call. albums, the posthumous albums. Fucking the Avicii's hard drive. Like, oh my god, there might be something in this. Wait, so Jason, what do you think? Would you manage that act? Would you go in and sell that to would a you, label? Would you manage Avicii's hard drive, guys? I got this idea. <laughs> We're gonna do a bottle of wine with each hard drive. And if you hate it, you smash the bottle. No, oh, stop! I can't even a, let you finish this. There's, there's a how-to Jesus guide in Christ. the middle. Anyway. Uh, God damn it! Um, this, this is fuck really, Juice World. Don't uh, come on. How do you? It's no, I mean like fuck. I mean fuck is like they were gonna make some money. It's whatever. distasteful. It's distasteful. Uh, we do have some good news. So Rage has, has announced some more some more reunion shows. Is it good news? Yes, because I'm not gonna go to Coachella. So I'm gonna go see them when they come to LA. They're not, not gonna bummed, play in LA. Man. You're not gonna get an LA show. They're still not gonna do LA. Nah. No, not unless AEG puts it on. But there's no way Coachella would water down their own brand by the. All right, well, I'll go to Arizona because they'll be they'll play. They are fucking, playing in Arizona. They're playing in Tempe, and New Mexico. Probably. Yeah, like love, let's go to Scottsdale for the weekend and go see Rage. I would do that. Fuck yeah. Okay, let's do that. Uh, you guys don't think this is a good idea? I do. You knew that this was going to happen. I'm not surprised. I don't know why I you want are. these guys to tour. I want these guys to tour like Rolling Stones. I want to see fucking Rage. Like three more times. Dude, even if Rage only tours every five years, it yeah. would be worth seeing every five years. It's awesome. Last time I saw them was probably... Ten Coachella. years ago. Yeah, ten years ago. No, it wasn't. It was at... Um... Anyway. Last time Dodger played... Stadium. Oh, yeah. They did a few shows after that. Worst place ever to see a, a concert is Dodger show. Stadium. Worst place ever. I saw the police at Dodger Stadium. It was horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> uh, going to see a baseball game there is horrible. <laughs> it's not fun. Uh, Chance the Rapper is going to be hosting a punk reboot. I don't care. Do you don't care? care. I kind of think this you is a great get look. Away. For him. It doesn't work anymore. You can't. The quibby thing is the thing that doesn't work for me. Um, you can't fool people anymore. Like how you think the reason why punked work is because well, no one could believe they... that somebody was doing that to Justin Timberlake. Well, let's or see. To... Let's see yeah. what happens. I mean, yeah. like it might be great. What I think is a great fucking fit, though. Isn't that a, that's a great look Chance? for him? Yeah, because nobody can be mad at him. Right. He's the perfect person to punk people because totally. nobody can be Lovable mad at Lovable dude. Like, you can't yeah. get mad at Chance. No one's punching him in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Ashton Kutchner, on the other hand. Dax Shepard. Uh, this is sure. really interesting. So Nick Pizzolatto, the writer and the creator of HBO's landmark show, uh, True Detective, uh, seemingly has parted ways with uh, the home box office um, and is, is going to be working with FX. Uh, and there will be a, a little reunion with him and Matthew McConaughey uh, for a show called The Redeemer. On FX, uh, the show the show will revolve around a uh, missing woman in Texas. Uh, McConaughey will be playing a security guard who goes on a search for. Her. Uh, this, this sounds fucking awesome. Like I don't need Texas. I'm in. I'm in. McConaughey and Nick Pizzolatto. It sounds fucking awesome. The only thing missing here for is Woody Harrelson. 
Like, is, is FX owned by Disney? Is that one of the properties yeah. they got? Um, FX, I'm, if you've been following the whole thing, I mean, FX subtly has probably come the closest of any other network to the quality of shows that HBO has. They haven't gotten there, but the, FX has had stretches yeah. with when Atlanta was on and Fargo and uh, AMC? and when Louis was good. AMC fell off. Like they have Walking Dead. That's it. Right, but uh, that was that when moment they had, they when, they had, Breaking Bad. when they had Breaking Bad and Mad Men. Oh, uh, yeah. But FX has been really good. Um, so, yeah. Uh, should we take a quick break? Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Minus one host. Ryan J. So had to, uh, had to step out. He had to be a dad right now. Mm, um, uh, there's, I'm, st- I'm a dad and I'm still here. We do have, we have let's, let's talk some movie news because there's a bunch of crazy shit out there. Uh, Matrix 4, we do have an update to the cast. Uh, Priyanka Chopra has been added to the cast. God, she's a smoke show. I really hope this is good. That's I don't a, think it will be. Nah. I really don't think it will be. It's just fucking. I don't think the. I don't think the Wachowski or the one that's going to make it is. I don't think they were really that rad of directors. Uh, two and three weren't that great. Third, two was okay. Three was terrible. Everything they made afterwards been bad. That show they had on Netflix was bad. Uh, I don't have high hopes for this. One thing I have incredibly Neil high, Patrick Harris. Oh yes, fucking garbage. <laughs> one thing I have incredibly high hopes for is. Uh, the French Dispatch, uh, Wes Anderson's next film. Great. Uh, not only will it be starring my boy Timothy Chalamet, but Benicio del Toro. It will be starring oh. my other boy Benicio del Toro. Oh, Tilda Swinton. It's yeah. It's and insane. Adrian Brody, Elizabeth Moss, Willem Dafoe, Bill Willem Murray. Willem Dafoe. Oh my god. It's gonna be nuts. Uh, it finally got a release date uh, for for this July twenty July twenty fourth, twenty twenty, and I will put this as my second most anticipated film of the year. Or no, third. Sorry. What's started. your first? Dune, which we haven't seen a trailer right. for. And what's your second? Tenet. Top Gun. No, Tenet, the Christopher Nolan oh, movie. Fuck. We're going to talk a little Top Gun. Don't worry. Uh, so, so I guess we'll talk about it. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Uh, we finally found out the characters uh, that each of the, of the, the new cool actors will be playing. Uh, Miles Teller will be playing Lieutenant Bradley Bradshaw, the son of Goose. We knew that already. Did though. we know that? Yeah, we did know that. It makes sense. We knew that. And his call sign, are you ready for this? Rooster. Interesting. Interesting. Lewis Pullman will have the call sign of Bob. I think Lewis, Pol- Lewis Pullman pulled the short straw. Yeah, he definitely with did. that With that call sign. Jay Ellis. Jay Ellis, who's a got, pimp. Got the best straw. If you guys, uh, what's, the, what's the show on HBO that he's um, from? I, 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 I really like it. Uh, Issa Rae writes it. Um, Why can't I think of the name of that show? Anyways, he's from that show. <laughs> Uh, he will be, uh, uh, JL will be playing uh, Payback. And then you have uh, Monica Barbaro as Phoenix and Danny Ramirez as Fanboy. I don't know who those bottom two are. Uh, but yeah, Miles Teller. I, fucking, I really like Miles Teller. I think it's going to be great. I'm, re- I'm really... I don't want to see any more trailers, though. I don't need to no. see anything else. I just They need to come out with it. This would be a great win if this is good. Like Tom Cruise needs more wins. No, but Tom, but this is like a different type of win. Because... How often does this shit get butchered? Like eight out of ten? Not the Mission Impossibles. No, no, no. I mean, Tom like, Cruise I mean, knows I mean, how to do sequels. No, I mean sequels. Uh, this far out. Tom Cruise knows how to do sequels. Name me some other films who have had sequels that have been made like fifteen years after. There's a Mad few. Max Fury Road. Maybe the greatest film of the decade. Uh, uh, no, but I'm with you. The, it, more often than not, it gets fucked up. But that goes. With, I mean, that goes with any remake or sequel. 
Yeah. Um, we have some news on a possible Lethal Weapon 5. Uh, producer Dan Lin revealed that the last film in the Lethal Weapon series is gearing up for production with Mel Gibson, Danny Glover, and director Richard Donner is going to come back. Um, are we looking forward to this? The last one sucked. Mm. And they made that shitty TV show. I I don't. I think Mel Gibson's just gone. I don't, I'm not. I'm not completely like. I'm not out on him. I'm a um, Jew, though. That's true. You are a Jew. Uh, I'm not completely out on him, and he's directing the uh, the Wild Bunch remake, which is the original is one of my favorite films. Um, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not out on this. Danny Glover and and Mel on screen again. Merton Riggs. I don't know. I'm not out on it. Uh, and then we got uh, Star Trek news. Star Trek Picard finally uh, premiered on CBS All Access. I don't watch Star Trek. So. I don't watch Star Trek either because I like girls. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. Um, let's uh, let's do a little in or out, shall we? Let's do it. Uh, if we like the song, we're in. If we don't like the song, we're out. Pretty self-explanatory. Uh, the first first song is from uh, one of 2019's breakout artists, uh, the fabulous, the gorgeous female uh, rapper Doja Cat. First thing a girl did was a bop on the whole damn cake and a cherry on top. Shook up the bottom and a good girl pop. You ain't even here to party. Ken in the club trying to pipe a Barbie. I don't want to go, go, go with the flow back then until I touch my toes. I don't want to row, row, row to go. Wrist full of rocks and I hope I flow. Big up yourself because you know they don't. I chew, chew, chew because they hope I show. I'm a bitch. I'm a boss. I'm a bitch and a boss. I'm a shine like glass. I'm a bitch. I'm a boss. I'm a bitch and a boss. I'm a shine like glass. I'm a bitch. That is Boss Bitch from Doja Cat. Uh, you can find that on the soundtrack for the uh, for the new fucking Harley Quinn movie. It looks like shit. Um, I'm in. You are. I'm out. I don't really care about this song. I do like Doja Cat, though. I like it. Uh, we got a new track from Seb's boy, Calvin Harris. Uh, it's called Hypnagogic. Uh, in parentheses, Ooh. I can't wait. Um, here's the trippy. Well, it's his, his alias. We have to. He's, oh, it is. It's not. A Calvin Harris single. It's What's Love Regenerator. Gotcha. All right, I'm out. What is this? Is this on the Matrix 4 soundtrack? Yeah, we don't even need to listen to that. That sounds like I've just banged a bunch of mushrooms. That, sounds like, bad bad, that sounds like bad Chemical Brothers. Like, yeah. not good Chemical Brothers. Uh, in the next track, I'm sad that Jason's not here for this because this is another track that... Um, I think it's it's it would be fitting for our boy Ryan Jaso, but it's it's Kaigo and it's his farewell song to uh, Avicii called Forever Years. Did they even ever meet? I'm into this. Sounds like a Vegas douchebag club song. Oh no, now I'm out. Oh, there's a sax in this? Oh, now I'm in again. I'm in. There's a sax. Oh no. Oh no. So in. So in. Oh, good save, Kygo. Good save. Wow, forever yours. I'm actually Kygo. in. You know what we didn't talk about? Kygo, the the Kygo did the the Whitney Houston remix for the. Um, oh, dude, did you hear it? It was it was like uh, 
I can't even think of it. I'm going to blow it. But Kygo's been getting some jams lately. Um, and the last track uh, is is from our boy, The Beebs. Uh, getting ready to drop an album any day now. Featuring uh, Kehlani, which is it. I love Kehlani. This is a good... I love Kehlani. This is a very cool look for him. Um, and the, the track is called Get Me. Judging by the way you open up, you get me. Ooh, out of this world, hands on, baby, now you send me. Looking at the way we're blending in, you get me. Where's the hook? Is that the hook? Get me a fucking ambient so I can get to sleep quicker. Is that the hook? Oh, I love her voice. She saves the song. Sounds like Monica. Sounds like a bit like Aaliyah. I'm out. Yeah, I'm on the yeah, fence, but I'm I leaning think, out. I think there's there's the best things going for this song is what I've already said that Kaylani's on here. Her her vocals sound pretty good, but it, it needs a bigger hook. Um, but I still want to hear this album. All right, yeah. let's get into the main. Let's get into the juice juice of it. Uh, we aren't going to make a, a lot of the subject because it's tragic. But Kobe Bryant passed away on Sunday. A superstar basketball player, uh, formerly with the Lakers. His uh, helicopter crash um, with uh, with his daughter in it and seven other occupants, among them other girls that were on uh, the Bosco, the Mamba her, Academy, her uh, yeah, her basketball team. Um, I have mixed emotions about Kobe passing away because I was not a Kobe Bryant fan. It was like my worst basketball memories of when he was in the league. Uh, so, and on top of that, uh, I had I don't know. It's it's weird, but it's but it's it's really tragic what happened. Can I take this one? Yeah, go for it. I don't want to say something fucked up. No, no, no. I'm not, and I'm not gonna. Um, so I talked to my therapist about this. Mm -hmm. I know nothing about basketball. We know sports ball, sports ball. Yeah, but you are a Clippers fan now. I'm a Clippers fan now, but um, the reason why I think it's affected everyone. Let's just say everyone, or almost everyone. Um, and according to my therapist, it's a, it's a fantastic wake-up call for your own mortality, which is why a lot of people, I think, are subconsciously feeling this, because you look at someone who had everything, who... But that's kind of what killed them, though. But that's kind of what killed yeah, but them. Yeah, but, but there's someone who... Most people, are taking untouchable. The, most people are taking the 405 freeway to Calabasas. It's kind of like... Well, it's kind of like the same reason as like Princess Diana. She kind of had everything too. She was just liked. Mostly was just liked. Okay, but that's a little bit different. She was escaping paparazzi. And and there was right. probably also some other weird shit that happened. Uh, I, I don't Mike. think I was, so I was on, I was lucky enough, uh, I was on High and Dry this week with Mike and we were talking about this. And I don't understand this because Kobe just played basketball. And I get it if he's your favorite player. And you you were a huge Laker fan, and he won those titles, and you know he was amazing. Uh, when it was, he didn't do anything outside of his career. Like he wasn't a he didn't 
he didn't do anything for civil rights or he wasn't like uh, po- post post his career you got to see him as a father which i think helped his image a lot but he was largely known as an asshole when he played basketball right. uh he's not a good teammate nobody liked playing with him uh but i was i was liking it to like when prince or david bowie died that really hit home with me and a lot of other people because you have personal relationships with their art Right, I think it's also the way him and his daughter died. It's just yeah, so that's tragic. just horrible. It's really imagine horrible. being, you know, like it's that's the also the the tragic side of it. Yeah, it's bad. It's, it's bad. Sad. I it's mean, sad. You, you just wonder if they knew it. They, it sounds like they didn't even know they were about to hit this mountain. And was it instant? Did, was he able to see his dot? Like, yeah, it's there's you know, I can't imagine that. I just um, <clears throat> I, you know, I also think we we're feeling it a lot more. I mean, even on my drive here. I saw probably twelve. It's everywhere. Uh, rip, rest you can't in look at you can't look but at social whether, media. Look, whether they, we like, they him. canceled the Laker Clipper game last night. That those games are huge. Whether you like him or not, he was the, he was an LA landmark. Absolutely. And I think um, that's also just why we're feeling it a lot more. And it does feel yeah, like we Southern lost California. We well, I think LA has lost uh, LA and Orange County. He yeah, get a huge partly because he lived in in Orange in County, Newport, right? But, uh, um, it's it's just it's tragic. But what it's, so it is sad. It's it's even it would be sad if it was just him. It's it's absolutely god awful that it also had his thirteen year old daughter in and another thirteen year old girl. Um, it's just it's sad. It's just really yeah. sad. What I what I did want to talk about. Uh, I don't think outside we, sorry, of how sad I this is. I think we don't feel the same way when it's a drug overdose or something that's somewhat self inflicted. Sure, sure. Right. Uh. One thing we we love to talk about, obviously, or uh, is is comedy and comedy's place in culture now, um, and just how free you are allowed to speak. Well, uh, comedian Ari Shaffer, if you're familiar with the Joe Rogan show, you you probably know who he is. Uh, he's a very hardline comic that talks a lot of shit. Uh, <laughs> had kind of an interesting tweet uh, on Monday. He tweeted, uh, "Kobe Bryant died 23 years too late today. He got away with rape because all of the Hollywood liberals who attack comedy enjoy rooting for the Lakers more than they dislike rape." Big ups to the hero who forgot to gas up his chopper. I hate the Lakers. What a great day. Uh, where does this land in uh, your the the latitude that we give the 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 art form that is stand up comedy and just being an asshole? Freedom of speech. And, and well, okay, let's talk about both of those things because they right. they land in being inappropriate, but also being within. It's like we live in the United States. I don't even think it's about poor taste. Just an idiot. Of course, your a talent agency is going to drop you. You're not that fucking. I mean, look. If you think about yeah, so since be, then, real quick, don't set, be set. a dummy. If ABC, it, don't be a dummy. If NBC can cancel Roseanne, which was their most successful fucking show at the time, instantly when she did her shit, no one's he untouchable. Does, he has anymore. nothing to be canceled. I mean, no, that's what I'm saying. He, if it, that's what I'm saying. More people know about him now because of that tweet than they did that's before. That's not going to help him. I just don't think. Uh, it's gonna help him. Well, but you did say this real quick. I don't want to gloss over it. So as of today, he's been dropped by his agency. I am curious because he is part of, uh, I can't think of what they're called, but Joe Rogan's crew of comedians that they all, uh, they go on each other's podcasts. And and, and I can't think of what they're fucking called. Uh, I'm, I'm curious how, how, how that's going to work. It's just an idiot. I, I think he it. does okay. When I'm reading this tweet, I think he's okay up until he goes, big up to the hero who forgot to gas up his chopper. I hate the Lakers because... Though he didn't say anything about the kids dying or the or the daughter, because that obviously would have been just way going over the fucking line, he is kind of insinuating that I'm happy, like I'm happy this this guy died. Well, not insinuating, he says it. Just an, idiot. Uh, just an idiotic. It just wasn't. Um, 
he's definitely regretting this. I don't know. He's not big he enough is. to to, to be dropped by his agency. Is. You got to remember when you get dropped by your agency, you don't get picked up from by another one. Yeah, Look I at fucking know. Colin Kaepernick. Like you don't you don't just suddenly get. Yeah, fucking but comedians up. have different outlets now. They like I said, they have podcasts. That's a no. big generator yeah. for them. Yeah, and guess what? Your fucking sponsors are now dropping out of your podcast. That, that's true. You know, that's it's it's just it's just. Um, I want to go back to the Roseanne thing quickly because whether you like Roseanne or not, and I actually thought her comments were dumb, but they, but Roseanne, they were. If, but I'm just saying, if you're same. a cash cow, and she was somewhat untouchable, in terms not of the same. I, I think it's not you're, the same. You're comparing somebody that had a show on network TV to a fringe comedian. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. way different. Yes, it is different. I'm not, I'm not trying to compare them. She had way more to lose. That's what I'm saying. That's my point. My point is, is that if she can be removed overnight. Then, if you're fucking what forty tiers below her, don't think that you're untouchable. Yeah, because network TVs are in it for one thing or one thing only: money, right? And for something that was such a huge revenue generator as that show was, and it really, really, really was at the time. If they didn't even take a day to consider to lose that much revenue and rewrite an entire historic thirty-year-old show in a that followed afterwards. I just think no one's untouchable anymore. Yeah, but that show was doing well, but the ratings were declining from its from its. It was like it was of, big of course, for them. but it, but it, but it, it was. It wouldn't. Swift. It would be the equivalent of like like if you really want to impress me, it would be like if. Uh, I think you also have to read um, like you, a Fox stopped using Ryan Seacrest for something. You should read. You need to read. Um, you need to read uh, Bob Iger's book because he talks about it. Yeah. Uh, let's look at the charts. Um, Eminem, number one. This is the first big. Uh, these are the first big numbers we're seeing in 2020. Uh, 279,000 units. But he did uh, 440 last time. 440 last time. Uh, just like last time, they were both surprise drops. Whoa, Halsey. Halsey came in strong. Holy at number shit. Number two, Halsey with Manic at 239,000 units. I did not see that coming. Yeah. I, I did. They've been marketing. They've been her team's doing a good job. They're marketing the fuck out of her. She's doing a, you know, good for this her. This doesn't surprise me. Uh, and then Mac Miller number three at one hundred sixty four thousand units. Well, that's totally down to his promo schedule. <laughs> uh, and then Roddy Rich. I feel wrong. My boy Roddy Rich just holds strong at number four, one hundred three thousand units. Say what you want about Roddy Rich. This album has been out since the beginning of December. He's been over 100,000 units every week since then. It's still so crazy that, like, to get into the top 10, you've got to have the equivalent of 35,000. I mean, look at the I last think these four. 30, that 35,000 is like a fake number because I think that's always too. the number 10 number is 35,000. That's, that's almost got to be like, um, the, I, I bet the 35,000 is just the people that listen to just the new music playlist on Spotify. Every week. You're probably right. That like a store. A, like yeah. a shop store. No, it's or probably it's like, a playlist for sure. 100% uh, it is. Who the fuck is Moneybag Yo? Number seven with time served. 37,000 units. Yeah, all right. Uh, a big drop off for Slynn and Gomez from number one to number six. Well, uh, that's a very big drop off. She's now, she's now doing the equivalent of 38,000. That's that's a failure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, W's and L's. What do we got, Seb? Do you want me to start? Yeah, please start. I'll start. I have two W's. I have one W that is... I, I talked about this when it came out, but I rewatched it uh, this weekend, and I just finished the fourth part last time. I just have to reiterate how fantastic it is, and people should never forget about this. It should all should rewatch this. Uh, I, I rewatched when they see us. 
the four-part miniseries that came out last year on Netflix about the Central Park Five. It's it's just like such a phenomenal piece of television making or filmmaking or whatever you want to call it. it it's still heartbreaking. I've seen it twice now. And it's it just it's it needs to be appreciated more because it's it's fantastic. My other W is for tennis. The the Australian Open is going on right now. Uh, Roger Federer just got out of the quarterfinals. An amazing five set match. Nadal just lost today. Um, this, the semis are going to start tonight. We got two twenty year olds in the semis. Maybe some fresh blood in the finals. Um, so yeah, Australian Open has been awesome. I'm happy tennis is back. Awesome. Um, and for uh, Seb for. Looking like a fuckboy. Um, you're a dick. Um, I'm going to do... I got an L for the Grammys. Just this Oh, I, oh can, I, I, can I throw in another W? Yeah. For Tyler, the creator's performance of the Grammys. Yes. Great fucking performance. Fine. Thanks, you just took my W. Oh, well, you didn't. Sorry. Right. Great. God, that my was a good L performance. My L was for the Grammys for still trying to remain relevant except for when... Don't on. ever involve me with I don't want to see I don't want to see Aerosmith run DMC ever do I know. a live event again. It's so played out it's, and so sad that, looking. That honestly is the reason why I don't want to see I don't want to see fucking Reverend Run looking. come out. I don't want it's just terrible. It's sad. Like, it's it's the it's someone just bad, get Steve dude. Tyler a fucking chair and a fucking <laughs> hot water bowl. And a haircut. A fucking haircut. Um but a W for Tyler. And what a great performance with Boys to Men. Playing it, oh, it's fucking great. And also, I, I'm gonna give a, um, I'm gonna give a W to uh, the NFL um, for no other reason than have a Super Bowl on Sunday. Uh, well, yeah. yeah. So for no other reason that one of my best friends, shout out to Ricardo Kiss, he has been a diehard 49ers fan since he was three, and the wife he just married is a die diehard Chiefs fan. And um, some someone's getting divorced on Monday, and I think I'm just excited to watch them watch it. It's gonna be that's where you're going for Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm going to our friend's house because I know they're gonna be there, and it's it's pretty cool. They're die, I mean, they are die 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 hard football fans. Yeah, I, I don't really feel bad for 49ers fans because that team's like been a contender and won multiple Super Bowls in the last 20 years. Uh, but I do think the Niners are gonna win. I don't know. So I will about predict it. that the 49ers are going to kick the fuck out of the Chiefs. More than uh, the spread, I think, is one and a half. That's way too small or way too big. I, they're going to win by like 14. So we'll, we'll, we'll find out. Super Bowl yeah, Sunday. So baby. In, uh, Super Bowl Sunday, we can talk about next week. Hopefully, talk about uh, this little win album if it comes out. And probably a terrible halftime show. Oh, yeah. Well, who's playing the halftime show? JLo and Shakira. Ooh, that's rough. And that's the end of the episode. Neon Black. <laughs>